And it's Thursday, which means it's time for Kim Young-dae's Back to the Culture. And joining us on the line this time, we have Young-dae. Young-dae, hello to you. Hi, I'm back to Back to the Culture. <laughs> yes, you're back into Back to the Culture. Uh, we, we missed the whole uh, Chuseok holiday, obviously, together. Uh, did you have a good... Right. I, I know you had, uh, you had your... Uh, was that your radio DJ debut? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, it's a four-day uh, holiday special. Uh, but it was first time uh, for me as a, you know, as a host uh, for the special, you know, radio show. I have to say, uh, you're slowly, <laughs> slowly inching into that uh, whole radio <laughs> DJ role there. So uh, we're going to try to keep you as long as we can uh, here in the program. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, drama OSTs uh, starting from the 80s and 90s, because earlier this week we had some uh, fantastic news that uh, Squid yeah. Games, right? Squid Game. That's right. Uh, winning two awards at the Emmys, uh, Best Lead Actor, Lee Jung-jae, and the Best Director, Hwang Dong-yuk. Uh, did you watch Squid Games yourself? Yeah, 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 pretty I, much. Um, but, you know, um, as I watched the Emmy Awards, you know, Lee Jung-jae winning uh, the Best Actor, Outstanding Actor, whatever. Um, you know, I, I suddenly remembered uh, the first time I ever saw him mm-hmm. on TV. Uh, it was, uh, I think, a TV series or or, or commercial film. But uh, we we just, you know, me and my colleague at the time, you know, we, we just thought that he was just just one good looking guy. You know, we never thought he would be amazing actor. Or even director. <laughs> so I mean, the lot of things happen in the you know past thirty years. Right. Uh, he's become one of the most important figures in uh, you know both TV and uh, film industry. Film industry. So yeah, it is amazing. Nobody ever uh, thought that this kind of thing would happen. And nobody thought. Uh, since we are talking about uh, dramas from the 80s and 90s and the music yeah. that came from it, no one thought if you were watching Boreshige or the uh, the Sandglass uh, <laughs> Clock in, in the 19, early 90s and uh, you saw Lee Jung-jae uh, playing the role of a bodyguard named Chehee uh, who had absolutely right. no lines that uh, many years down the line he'll be able to win. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I mean, he, he, he was... He's... A, Still handsome. I mean, he was always, always handsome. He, but he was more of a good-looking guy, you know, rather than a really capable, you know, the serious actor. No, he wasn't at the time. No, he wasn't at all. I, I think it, it was ninety-five, th- right, Moreshige? Yeah, it was like ninety-four, ninety-five, wow. or something like that. And then um, I remember I, I was told that he was such a good-looking guy. They wanted to cast him, uh, but at the time, I think he was just like a model or something. He, he didn't have any yeah, acting. Yeah. Uh, you know, experience. So he wasn't very good at acting. So they said, "Look, just uh, act with your face." And that was maybe we, we maybe we all kind of underrated him, or yeah. or I don't know. Maybe the the whole potential was not revealed. No, uh, but uh, again, he's the he's the winner. Yeah, no, he, he <laughs> he's like is. the last winner. <laughs> Definitely so, uh, which is why today we're going to be talking about, uh, it's going to be a two-part series. Uh, the first part is going to be 80s and 90s uh, 80, dramas, 90. OST. For me, it's going to be a little bit tough uh, to remember right. a lot of the dramas because because this was a time when I was in New York mm-hmm. uh, as a young kid, and the only way to watch video, uh, dramas were through videos from Taegwang Video. 
<laughs> for a dollar fifty a video uh, that we're able to borrow. But you know, I do remember some of them. I have to say, the most iconic for me, iconic opening uh, song in any kind of miniseries, or I, sh- I shouldn't even say miniseries because it was a long series. Jeonon- the Korean one, right? Yeah, Jeononilgi. Oh yeah. The theme song yeah. to that. For me, that is the most iconic opening song. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Cheburam <laughs> when he was uh, still very relatively young at the time. Ah, oh, this it was is... 1088 episodes. 1088 episodes. Is that true? Yeah. Ran about um, 20 plus two year, 22 years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, the crazy thing about this show is be- is that they were it was airing when I was in Korea, and it was still airing when I was living in New York. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was just going on for such a long time there. I, it, it, for me, this is the most iconic television uh, opening uh, in the 80s and 90s uh, dramas for me. Uh, what about yourself, Young Dan? Yeah, I think the this might be one one of the oldest TV drama that I remember. Yeah. You know? Um. You you know, but the th- uh, amazing thing is it's coming back. The whole you know Chonwon Yilgi yes um thing is coming back uh, because of the this this uh, the rise of OTT mm-hmm. and the cable TV. You know, they just if you turn the TV or or any OTT, you can you can watch the whole episode every Absolutely. day. Every sometimes or four four times of a day, <laughs> four I, times a day my, you can watch a different episode. Yes, like from different era, like from eighties, from nineties, sometimes two thousand. Yeah, it is amazing. So I mean, uh, the the quality is good uh, in, in terms of the, the drama and right. uh, the fact that it actually reflected the times, right? You know, uh, the reality and the, the acting. Uh, you know, like you said, the music. Everything, everything is so fascinating. Still, uh, you know, uh, got a lot of you know attention from the audience, even even from a current generation MZ. You know uh, what's interesting is so. Have you actually watched? Have you watched Hanarigi or any of these older dramas from the past through the OTT platform? I usually. Um, I was usually able to watch them uh, from uh, cable TV. Yeah, because, yeah, of, cable TV l- has different that. channels, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. They actually do. That's where I watch each other. But my thing is, okay, so I, I want to go into probably what was my all-time favorite dramas of the ninety. Mm. Uh, I wonder if we have the OST to this. Uh, we talked about Lee Jung Jae. And so I think we have to talk about uh, Mure Shige. I, I wonder, is there, in the list, uh, does our producer have? Uh, that oh my goodness that to me is one of the best oh this is called uh cranes uh pick up yep it's such an iconic this is uh the theme for tesu played by russian song right yeah yeah i believe this is a russian song yes you're right yeah i I think the name of the singer uh was kobzon Yes, you know, called on the, the Russian guy. Um, he, he passed away. He passed away. Um, I, I think five years ago. Um, 
Iosef uh, Kobzon was his name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so this yeah. was known as like the theme song for Tezu, which was played by obviously Cheminsu. Uh, but I remember this. This was the first OST album that uh, my parents bought. And so my mom, she used to work, you know, she still works at a nail salon, but she used to play the CD at her workplace uh, in New York. And her customers used to give her money and tell her, can you buy the CD for me? Because this is so incredible. Oh, oh. But just kind of, <laughs> I, I, cause, because this was such an iconic uh, drama for me, I watched it again on VOD. It's so, it? it's so tacky. <laughs> I, I couldn't go past the first episode. It was so weird. It was like, yeah, really? I, yeah, I get it. I mean, the, the whole pace is different. <laughs> you know, at the time, uh, there were not many, you know, competition globally, uh, especially, you know, it was all local thing. So it wasn't, you know, it, it didn't really reach the, the kind of global standard at the time. It, right. it was good. It was amazing in terms of writing, uh, acting, you know, the last scene of Cheminsu. Um, oh, when he's looking around, waiting yeah, for Kuyan Jung. It was so dramatic, yes. emotional. But the, well, in terms of editing, um, uh, cinematography, I, I think uh, it's, uh, it, it, does, it didn't really have that uh, the same level of uh, the quality. No, it yeah, didn't. But, uh, but we're talking about Yi Jung right? Yeah. Uh, so for me, I think the one of the earliest work by Yi Jung Jae uh, and uh, and iconic theme song, I, I think the, the 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 one that I remember is Dikim. Oh. Yeah. It is. It is very. It was very. You know, the famous trendy drama at the time. We 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 actually the during the uh, the early 1990s we started to have a word trendy drama you know before the 90 the tv drama is usually about the family yeah. or the history or you know politics or kind of social issue but uh by the by the 90s especially after the seoul olympic you know the south korean entertainment scene they they uh, you know started to produce a lot of you know youth-oriented um kind of stuff music tv drama movie and uh, and and this is this was one of them. This is uh, the blue with uh, Kudewa Featuring Sun Ji Chang, yes. Kim Min Jong, Lee Jung Jae, Woo Hee Jin, all time, you know, um, youngsters casting. Yeah, it was amazing. From especially the song was pretty big hit at the time. You know, Sun Ji Chang. I think '94 was a great year for Sun Ji Chang because Sun Ji Chang also came out in a very popular drama. I think. The popularity of this particular drama almost led to the popularity of a certain sport. We're talking about basketball. 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 <laughs> right, because Son Ji Chang it. was also in that too, right? And then you have yeah. Kim Min Gyo yeah, with Majimak Sun Ji Chang. and Son Ji Chang. Yes. Yeah, Chang Dong Gon and Son Ji Chang uh, were, were uh, two, two you know, primary characters of Majimak Sun Bu. Um, yeah, it was, it was in the middle of this whole fever of basketball yeah you know michael jordan uh had his first repeat right uh as a ball um and then slam dunk you know japanese manga or animation were pretty uh almost like a kind of social phenomenon at the time yeah people then, don't people don't yeah. believe me when i say at one point basketball was the 
most popular sport in Korea? Yeah, absolutely. Because of these three different things: Michael Jordan, slam dunk, and this one, 마지막 승부. I mean, like you can't have a better sports theme song than this, in my opinion. And I think this song still gets played in a lot of like sporting arenas. Yeah, yeah, it is very popular cheerleading song in uh, any sports uh, venue, uh, not just basketball, uh, but any any sports event. Uh, and also, you know, l- listen to that sound. I mean, it's very upbeat, very trendy, especially uh, you know. Uh, considering uh, the uh, the other genre that were popular at the time, so it was kind of earlier example of how the OST song, I mean, theme song itself, would become a huge hit. Um, you know, no matter what kind of TV drama. Yeah, so th- that's the question I have because uh, eventually later on, like, because I'm more familiar with like the 2000s, after 2000s, all the dramas that I was able to watch, and so I used to buy like the the album, the OST, the original soundtrack to all the dramas that I used to watch. Uh, but back then, like, was the soundtracks were they very popular as well in the in the 90s? Yeah, during the 80s, we didn't have a word. OST or soundtrack, you know, soundtrack. When when we said soundtrack mm-hmm. during the eighties, it was it was more of a original soundtrack of a film, right? The 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 background music, the instrumental music. But uh, by the uh, by the eighty, the early 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 nineties, uh, you know, they started to make a kind of really special song, special theme song, right? Uh, that would be a hit itself. The Actually, without the TV drama, but that they, you know, drama and music, they started to have, you know, build a kind of synergy, you know, as a set. And the music itself is not just was not just a kind of, you know, backing music or or um, kind of instrumental music that would, you know, give some 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 energy to the to the the you know visual material, but mm-hmm. it itself had, uh, you know, unique appeal. So let me. Let me play this iconic song. This is probably the the first trendy rom com in a TV series, and uh, and the theme song itself was a uh, was amazing hit. And so, the, as a set, the TV drama and the song it, itself, as a set, would be a kind of one of the only oldest example of Hallyu, you know, TV drama and OST song. It is called Chiltu. Yes, or I knew Jealousy. you were going to say it. Yes, nineteen ninety two. That's right. I remember yeah. watching this drama, in fact. Oh, you watched it? I watched it, yeah, I watched it. Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this song is amazing. It yeah. has like the perfect, you know, the synthesizer. Uh, it has that iconic kind of like almost a late 80s, early 90s. Right. Well, honestly, chill to... It definitely has a lot of like a, you know, J-pop appeal to it, J-pop aesthetic to it, you know, very melodic, um, trendy, pop rock type of, you know, arrangement and song is very catchy. Um, Yeah, obviously without the the visual material, it it sounds just perfect. It, It sounds just really attractive. You know, and uh, it really fits to what teenagers would prefer at the time. You know what's um, interesting about this drama is, again, this was 
the I, this is like the first drama. Uh, it's the last drama I watched before I immigrated to the United States. Like I was mm. only like about five, six years old, but I mm. still remember this because um, it's gonna sound really weird, but because of this drama, Che Jin Shil, who unfortunately passed away some years ago. Mm. She was my first celebrity crush. Crush. <laughs> I, I, at five, Before you six fell years in old. love with Kamiya. Uh, yeah, yes, oh, no, 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 yes. No. Right, Kamiya? Kamiya okay. was my second love, celebrity love. So there's obviously a big gap, right? There's a big gap. 1992 <laughs> to like 2000 something when I fell in love with Kamiya. She was everyone's my favorite. Chen Jinshu. Oh my goodness. I, you know. When I was watching this, I literally felt too too jealousy watching. Uh, I, I didn't like Chesu Jung for the longest time because of this. Do and you remember the last scene though? I couldn't see. That's the thing. I went to the U.S. before I watched the last episode. Oh, that last scene was was iconic scene itself. Yeah, it actually the first time uh, when TV drama actually shown. How the drama was shot. Okay. It, it, it was staged actually, but they actually tried to show the how camera worked and other step were, were, were working with actors and other steps. So last shot actually, you know, the the the, the, the crane, the crane camera, right. you know, started to you know the shoot the, the entire scene instead of two actor and actress. So it was uh, it was amazing scene. Uh, speaking of Che Soo-jung, uh, I want to talk about a drama that uh, starred Haida, which uh, I want to... I was talking about this song, this OST, and I was telling my writer that I have absolutely no idea what this song is, judging by the title. But she said that if you hear this, you're going to know right away. Uh, <laughs> this is from... I, I never watched this drama. It's called 사랑이 목일래, and it's a right. song called 타타타 by Kim Gukhan. Mm-hmm. I know this song. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know it was you know, an OST. Th th this is a uh, kind of different case because Tata Tower was already released. Yeah, and uh, it was never uh, really intended as a theme song or uh, or soundtrack music. You know, Sarangi Mogile was 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 was, pro it was being produced, and uh, you know, after several episodes, uh, the 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 writer, you know, Kim Suhyun, you know, happened to. You know, hear this song, Ta 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 Kim Gokan. And she believed that this song would perfectly fit to the narrative, to the storyline. So, you know, she just used it. That's you know, without incredible. any permission or, or any, like, uh, you know, serious plan. Without permission? No, no. She just said, I like this song, I'm going to use it as the, the theme yeah. song to the drama. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, was, it was probably the most amazing thing that happened to Kim Gook Khan because Tata Ta was never really a hit. Oh, I see. Yeah. So he, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they got a permission. Well, the you know, uh, permission from the from the singer or the publisher. Right. But ne what I'm saying is, it was never really intended as a theme song. Okay, so I mean, and it eventually worked out for Kim Gook Khan because yeah. he became known for this song eventually. So after one or two episodes, because I mean, they, they kept playing this song for several episodes because it really fitted, you know, uh, and the uh, song all of, a sudden, all of a sudden became a huge hit, national hit after this TV drama. So it is, it is one of those examples that uh, the song that were happened to use for the, for the certain TV drama or certain scene could potentially become 
a hit. So it's kind of like, um, it's almost like the first case, because I remember asking you this before. I said, Cheonggukye Gedan, the drama from the, the, the 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, what is it, the very famous song, Kim uh, Bamsu with Pogo Shipta. I was like, how in the world did Kim Bamsu end up singing an OST song? But you were saying this song was already created, and they just basically mm-hmm. added that into the, the right, OST. Right. And mm-hmm. so Tatata was an example, like a very early example right. of just that. Yeah. That is, because I know this song. It I was a life-changing kind of moment, uh, especially for Kim Gokwan, because, I mean, he was, he didn't have a uh, huge reputation before this song. He, he was quality singer, but um, he never had a superstar uh, type of reputation at the time. But uh, after this song, everything has changed. No, because I was telling our writer, I don't, I don't remember recognize the name. I don't recognize the title. <laughs> I don't recognize the drama. Uh, and then she played the song for me, and I said, "Yes, I know this song. I, I've heard this so many, so many times. It was a, a, a very, very popular song uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, the early '90s, and even like past the '90s. I think people still kind of uh, recognize this song. Yeah, as, as far well. as I remember, Sarangi Mogila was so one of the top-rated TV drama ever. I think probably the most rated." TV drama, it, you know, during the nineties. Yeah, I mean, I was I was too yeah. young, but which is interesting because one last song I want to listen to because you said nineteen ninety one. Even though I don't remember this, I remember this drama, Yomyongye <laughs> Duntongja. Yeah, and there's a specific scene that I remember as a kid that gave me nightmares for months. Uh, it was a scene where like uh, the main character, I think, is like in the desert or something like that, finds a snake skins it live and they eats the snake mm-hmm. uh, and as a like a four-year or five-year-old watching that it traumatized me but this is the main theme song of uh Duntungja, which i find for a 1991 drama it sounds very modern right right it was it was definitely uh kind of historic you know, achievement in uh, Korean TV drama because I mean the whole the soundtrack from the very first you know title theme uh, to the end title uh, called, called love theme you mean love uh, love theme you mean it was completely composed by the composer Che Gyeongsik and uh, it, it, the 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 soundtrack is so tight you know but the soundtrack usually you know with that kind of quality is usually for t- for movie, I mean cinema, not TV yeah. drama. You know, nobody really care about TV drama soundtrack quality, but this drama really proves the potential that the TV drama OST could be a uh, could be a thing itself. Yeah, no, it's got it's to the point where really, if you were to produce a drama now in 2022, you could still use this as the theme song, and I would say this is a very modern. Uh, theme song. This is, this is yeah. incredible. Quality I mean, is exceptional. 1991. Goodness, uh, this is incredible here. Uh, Young Day was a great walk down memory lane. Uh, I think <laughs> next week when we talk about the uh, the 2000s drama, this is this, uh, period. This is my period. This is when uh, you know my Taegwang video period, <laughs> where uh, I use all my allowance, barring videos left and right to watch these dramas, and I buy all these OSTs. It's going to be great. Young Day, thank you very much for uh, joining us uh, today. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you again next week. You too. Thank you. You can listen to Korea Now with me, S.J. Lee, by downloading the Arirang Radio application. 
or tune in online by visiting www.arirangradio.com. So make sure you tune in Mondays through Fridays, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Korea time.